Hearing voices? I'm hearing voices. You're listening to Hearing Voices with Scott Watson. This morning on Hearing Voices with Scott Watson, Zach Hample. The new show is Zach Hample versus the World. He is the world famous ball hawk. You've got 7,000 baseballs. Do you have a favorite? You know, my favorite baseball is not the one that would be worth the most money. It was the last home run that the New York Mets ever hit at their old ballpark, Shea Stadium. I grew up as a Mets fan, and I don't have a favorite team at this point, but that ball was just like the culmination of decades going to that stadium. And, uh, you know, I caught Mike Trout's first career home run. I snagged A-Rod's 3,000 hits. There have been some much bigger historic baseballs, but that Mets one really stands out for me. A baseball is an odd souvenir. Talk a little bit about the simplicity of catching those. Is it about the ball or is it about the strategery, if you will, behind it? That's a great question. You know, the ball itself, it's this little white round thing that weighs a little more than five ounces with some cowhide, some red thread, some navy blue stamping, a lot of different yarn and twine in the middle. So what's the big deal? For me, sure, I enjoy the physical memento of the baseball itself, but it's about the strategy, like you said. It's the feeling of beating the odds. It's the feeling of being the center of attention. When that ball goes up in the air, tens of thousands of people in the stadium, from the fans to the players to the vendors to the umpires, everybody's watching that ball. And if it goes in the seats, everybody wants that ball. And you have people on TV, and if it's a home run, it might be a highlight that gets replayed nationally on ESPN. So to be the one that catches that ball, it feels so special and exhilarating. And in the case of historic moments, it's amazing to be associated with that moment forever. So that's really what I love about it. And it, you know, I, I get a ton of exercise running around stadiums. I've met so many people, and of course, at heart, I'm just a, a huge, huge baseball fan and love being out there. With 7,000 baseballs caught, there have to be a number that were close calls. Do you have a near miss that haunts you? Oh, yeah. Derek Jeter's 3,000th career hit. That was a home run at Yankee Stadium. I was pretty much in that spot for his first at bat. I knew a security guard out there. There were a couple empty seats, and he said that I could hang out there as long as those seats were empty. Well, wouldn't you know it, the uh, rightful owners showed up for those seats, and I had to vacate that spot, and then Jeter hit that 3,000 hit so close. I don't know that I definitely would have caught it, but I, I'm telling you my glove would have been within two feet of that ball, and it's certainly possible that I would have caught it, and that still haunts me. drives me absolutely crazy. Have you been injured trying to do this ever? I have, yeah. Um, I have gotten hit by a few baseballs, but it's not just a matter of, like, oh, I can't catch, and the ball just missed my glove and hit me in the face. It's, that's usually the result of an unexpected deflection. Someone else will reach up with their hands and deflect it into my face, or, or it'll bounce off a, a surface. I've sprained my ankle. I, I cracked a rib once in Anaheim in 2008. It was pretty empty out in right field. Josh Hamilton hit a home run, and I basically reached too far, lost my bounce, fell over sideways onto an empty row of seats, and the armrest of a chair went right into my side, cracked a rib. I will say that I've never knocked into anybody or injured anybody else. There are times when I'm a little too aggressive, but it's really just like me against the seats or the railings, and I do something stupid. I'm a lot more careful now. Um, and, you know, it, it, it can be crazy out there because when you're an outfielder, you have nothing but 
flat grass to run around on. But when you're in the stands, you have so many obstacles. So I would encourage people out there to really be careful. Hearing Voices is available on Apple, Google, Spotify, wherever you access high-quality entertainment. And we're also available 24 hours a day at whtc.com. Do you have a favorite team? I know you're from New York. I grew up as a Mets fan, but at this point, I really don't have a favorite team, which people think is weird, and I admit it is kind of weird. I tend to root more for individual players. Cal Ripken Jr. was my favorite for the longest time. I was at a shortstop growing up. Uh, but after I caught Mike Trout's first home run and he was so nice and he remembered me, eventually he gave me an autographed baseball bat. And from that moment on, Trout has been my favorite. So I find myself pulling for the Angels. I'd love to see Trout win a championship, but I'm going to stop short of calling myself an Angels fan. There are some ballparks, the Cubs come to mind, where if the visitors hit a home run, you are expected to throw it back. Talk about that. That is the fun tradition for sure, and it has spread to many stadiums, although some ballparks actually have a rule that you'll get ejected if you throw anything on the field, even a visiting team home run, which to me is sort of like an anti-fun policy, but I get it. I have had an entire stadium full of people chanting a seven-letter word at me, which begins with A, I'll let people use their imaginations, when I have caught visiting team home runs and refused to throw them back pretty much only at Yankee Stadium. The fans there can be kind of intense. And I just tell people, I mean, I, I had a drunk guy get up in my face and scream, you know, throw the ball back on the field, you bleep, 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 bleep. And I just looked at him and I said, why don't you catch a home run and you throw it back? And he didn't have much to say after that. You know, I, I want to keep the ball. You know, I'll, I'll give baseball to kids. I donate some to charity, but like, I'm not going to throw a ball back on the field. That's, that just seems like a waste for me. And I've seen some historic home runs get thrown back on the field, players' first career home runs. Like, you could you could ask to meet that player and get something autographed, get free tickets. You just chuck it back on the field. So whatever, people are going to do what they do. We visit with Zach Campbell this morning. We wind up with him on Hearing Voices with Scott Watson. You've been described as the most hated fan in baseball. How do you react to that criticism? I would say that it is not true. And I would say that, thankfully, most of the hate is misguided and it is limited to the Internet. I would say that I'm the most beloved fan, and I don't, you know, I feel a little weird tooting my own horn. But uh, when I go to a major league game, I cannot walk more than 20 feet anywhere without being stopped by someone. I'm usually approached by 100 to 200 people over the course of the game, mostly kids. Everybody either wants a selfie or an autograph or both. You know, does that sound like I'm the most hated person? Go on my website, ZachHampels.com. You can find a fan mail section. Thousands of emails that people have sent about how great I am. So, you know, I I normally don't talk about how wonderful I am, but if people are going to say how bad I am, then I have to counteract with some positivity. It really is overwhelmingly positive. A lot of haters online, and the film, Zach Hampel vs. the World, does capture this weird contrast between the love and the hate, why my life is so strange, how I got to this point. And I think it's the type of film that even if you don't necessarily care that much about baseball, if you care about people and and interesting stories, I think this film has a wide appeal. It is a good film. I've had an opportunity to enjoy it, and I am super grateful for the visit. Thanks, Josh Hampel, for the visit on Hearing Voices. Thank you so much. It was really fun chatting with you.